Welcome to the Strategy Mom Podcast. Tune in for a deep dive into everything automotive with some of the top experts in the field. Be in the know with Strategy Mob. Welcome to the Strategy Mob Podcast. I've got my boy, Paul Long, aka the Dodge Father. I'm skinny. And today, our podcast is unofficially sponsored by Red Bull. To start it off, you know how it's going to happen. The Dodge Fighter and I, we're going to shotgun a Red Bull. Let's do this, baby. Cheers, baby. You ready? Let's do it. I don't there know. we go. The <laughs> podcast has started. Dude, it is so good to have you on the show. Thank you so much because I know you're at the store right now. I know you don't have uh, a ton of time, but uh, time for you guys. Yeah, man. And I think you know what? I think for anybody watching, uh, especially if you're in the sales game, this is the podcast you definitely want to watch because Paul, the Dodge Father, this guy here is like the most authentic salesperson I think I've met in 18 years of doing this. And uh, it's super exciting to have you because. I've got a load of questions. I want to cover as much as we can in the short period of time we have because I think you've got a lot to bring to the table to, you know, kind of that new generation of car salesperson that's coming into the game because it seems to be getting younger and younger with the salespeople coming in, right? And uh, I, I would love to have you kind of impart that knowledge on them that, you know, who you are and what you do is the way you should be doing it. So it, it's... Got the friggin' burst from the Red Bull. Looking <laughs> for the five minute high here. <laughs> um, so before we jump into that, uh, I, I, you know what, I want to kind of give everybody some context on uh, who you are, um, what you do in the business, and kind of your experience. So, um, you know what, why don't you, why don't you tell us, you know, kind of for anybody who maybe doesn't know you, who you know hasn't turned on YouTube in the last two years, um, <laughs> what you're about, brother. Let let everybody know so that we give some context to what we're talking about. All right, awesome. A uh, little backstory. I've uh, been in the game for about three and a half years now. Um, started off in Woodstock, my hometown, and uh, I was doing, I had a commercial maintenance company before, so I knew a little bit of sales of sales. Uh, I knew how you sell yourself as a business. And then uh, getting into the business there, I had no Facebook, no Instagram, no social media whatsoever. Um, everybody kept telling me that's the next wave. It has not really been hit yet. Uh, so um, after doing the waiting on the uh, the up bus for for a few times there and the way their order was it was always uh, first one in gets first up and then they went through the order I'm the guy that shows up at uh, five to nine so <laughs> I was the, guy, the last guy to get up the up so I had to find another way to get out of it so um, I had one guy there that started he goes you know you got to start a brand uh, he came up with the name Mopar or Mopal I'm like brother okay. that is that is not gonna work I am not that's I'm weak. Yeah, that's it. Just I did not. <laughs> um, so I was like, you know what? I had a PlayStation name uh, back in the day um, called the Dodge Father. What do you think of that? And that uh, we did a promoted ad, somewhat like that, and sure enough, one out. Um, and then as for the videos, uh, I was like everybody else. Uh, I didn't even like my picture getting taken. I definitely yeah. did not want to do the videos. My biggest thing was I'm going to get trolled. Um, what's in a small town community? Everybody's going to see it. And they're going to troll you. Uh, but I said, screw it, let's do it. And uh, stepped in. First few videos that seen the light of day. I hope to God they will never see that again because <laughs> they're brutal. <laughs> um, but as it went on, I noticed very quickly. Uh, I started actually with uh, one video I did that, that caught a lot of traction was when the new DT Ram came in, um, how they extended the back seat. And I just did a video on, uh, you know, my life and how it's crazy. The back seat used to be, you know, Back in the day, you never rode in the back seat. You were punished if you had to ride in the back seat. It was a board. Yeah, yeah. you rode in the back of the bed. Yeah, right? you know. And when Dad wanted to do a head check uh, back there, he just hit the brakes and counted how many bumps. Heard <laughs> all three bumps and all three kids in the back. Um, but yeah, I just did a genuine story of uh, just myself opening up. I noticed that yeah. got a lot of traction. And then uh, the next one was my Wrangler Wednesdays, and uh, they ended up getting about ten thousand views per per segment that we did. And I started getting noticed a lot further out there. So I knew the video was something. My biggest thing was when I went out there, I said, I want to do something no one else is doing. What is it? Yeah. Um, so on video, you know, I Google, I YouTube, and I try to find other salesmen that have been out there. And there was really nobody, 
even the typical walk around videos were not really out there yet. So yeah. um, I just dove right in and uh, within about seven months down in Woodstock, uh, London called me up, loved what I was doing and, and moved me up there. Um, I did a little bit of time down in Woodstock uh, for a city. I tried the luxury brand for a bit. It was definitely not my gig. Uh, <laughs> Didn't like the too, suit and tie? Too, no, bro. I'm too red. <laughs> I'm too blue collar for that. Uh, so went back to Dodge and then uh, these guys in Chatham um, asked me what it take me to come up here. And sure enough, here I sit. So that's awesome, dude. That's awesome. No, you've been killing it. Like I, I've got my, your YouTube channel up on my second screen here and like, you know, your videos are fantastic. And even, um, you know, your very first ones that are on your channel here, y you can see a slight difference um, as you progress, uh, you know, kind of how do you address the audience and how to do your thing. But right from the get go, it was very authentic the way that you put your stuff together, which is, you know, which is huge. Um, and I think, you know what, that's a that's a great topic to just jump right into is that uh, you clearly do things differently. So anybody watching this, like, you know, pause the video, man, go, go check out, uh, the Dodge Father on YouTube. And you're going to see that, uh, uh, the authenticity is, is massive, you know, and knowing you and, and talking to you, uh, you know, cause I I've shot with you and, uh, the way you are off camera is the way you are on camera, which is huge, right? Yeah, you, you, you've got to be who you are because, you know, if you, you couldn't be that guy. And then someone comes into the dealership and you're Mr. Prim and proper and, you know, <laughs> welcome to Chatham Chrysler, sir. How can I? No, man, like that, that would not fly, right? Absolutely. So I guess the first question I want to ask you, dude, is, is were you ever nervous that, uh, you know, kind of just being like that on camera would, would maybe just uh, take away from some of the audience or maybe isolate you to only certain types of clients? Yeah. Um, well, I'm a, a little bit backstory on the video. So my first videos that I started, I, they're, they're not on YouTube right now. They're, they're pushed away under the bed in a dark crevice hole. That's been covered by six feet of, you know, <laughs> never let anybody see this. Um, but I tried to do first, I came in all nervous. So right. I mean, just getting out there and saying it and just being in front of video. Um, I wasn't myself. I can tell you that right now. And a lot of people that my friends were seeing are like, Paul, that's not you, man. Like, yeah, I love what you're doing, the idea, but you know, they're gonna come in and they're gonna see that and all this this is guys, you know, shotgun and red bulls and he's hopped up through <laughs> backlist for you. That's not this guy I'm watching. Yeah. Um, so that's where I kind of, you know, it takes a little bit out of you to say, okay, I don't care what other people are gonna think. This is me, and I want to be as genuine as possible. So to jump in front of the camera and just and just throw yourself out there and and be as Jason Harris. I, I owe a huge part of my career to that guy. He he somehow found me in the very beginning of Woodstock Chrysler, um, and uh, and just started really helping me out with you know he's seen some potential where it was and yeah. I owe a huge part of success too to him and the Strategy Mob and just and all that as well. Um, but it was just getting out there and doing it was the hardest part. And mm -hmm. then after you start like anything else, riding a bike, whatever, after you slowly start doing it, you know, you start coming more comfortable. And uh, his big thing was you don't want to be that guy that's reading a brochure. Right. And that's kind of where I started off with, you know, I tried to add a little bit of fun to it, but you want to have education and entertainment. That's, that's what he says. You've got to find that perfect medium that someone's going to want to watch your video because they know they're going to get a laugh, but they're still going to know that they've been, you know, informed well enough about the vehicle. So, um, that's kind of where I really try and push myself to be is, uh, to find a happy medium. Yeah, no. And, and um, you know, it, it, when you're talking about Jason, you know how he really helped you out. It's funny you say that because, uh, you know, when I was in the automotive career, that's how I made my name was through video as well. And oddly enough, Jason, uh, going to a couple of his seminars was, you know, one of the guys to push me along. He introduced me to, uh, Jim DeLuca, who was, was a huge influence on me as well. So yeah, it's funny how, you know, we find these people, uh, in our career that kind of, they see the potential and they give you the guidance and they kind of mentor you through. Right. And yeah, I mean, I think everybody in their career owes a lot of their success to somebody who's helped them out. And uh, yeah, this is kind of the new thing, right? And this is where, you know, I can see people who are watching this, young salespeople watching this, that, 
you know, this might be their push to be like, you know what, like you're doing it, you're making a name for yourself and you're doing it so authentic. Cause I think that's what scares a lot of salespeople, right? They, they don't want to look stupid on video. Well, the only way you look stupid on video is not being yourself, man. Just own it. That's you. Yeah. Exactly. No, I agree. So, I mean, if I had to face value, your branding is the Dodge father, but what is that? What does that bring to the table? Like, you know, again, I wish anybody who's watching this really has to get in the context that they got to watch some of your videos. Like, you know, how do you feel your branding has really kind of helped you uh, with your car sales career? And what does your branding mean to you? Like, what does that okay. encompass? Um, I mean, branding for one, you got to have a catchy name, something that's easy for people to remember. Um, yeah. And you've got to have something you can say over and over again. So eventually just going to keep hearing it and remember. But uh, to put the, just the blunt end about it, it's an experience you're selling. You're not selling a brand, but you're selling an experience. And that's, that's what you get with my brand is, uh, you're not just getting, you know, a cool shirt or, you know, a cool hat or a cool, you know, video or mug. You're getting an experience. The moment I greet you on the lot, long after the sale, I want to be your boy in sales. I don't want to be your car salesman. I want to be, you know what? I got a boy that's in the, the sales car. That's how I want my customers to look at me when they're talking to another customer. It's not, oh, I have a, you know, a car salesman I deal with or, I have a boy that's in the business or don't yeah. worry. I got, I got somebody in my family that's going to take care of you. Um, yeah. That's, that's kind of where I really built the brand on was um, I want to be an experience. That's, that's what I want to say. We all sell the same crap from, you know, Woodstock to Windsor. We all sell yeah. between used or new, whatever it is. There's, there's somebody out there that's going to have a better deal, but what can I bring to the table? And that's uh, the experience. You, you're trying to sell um, your brand as an experience that you're going to get. Yeah. And that's, that's so true to your brandy. Like when you're telling me this, I'm like, you are like, you're like, you're the homie that I would call if I'm like, yo, I need a truck. Like, I know y you can talk to you, uh, much more different than I would a typical salesperson or like someone I know in the industry. I just feel I can be comfortable with you. Right. And that's something that you totally bring oh, to the boy, table. Exactly. That's what you want to bring to the table is you brought that guard down that, okay, it's professional yeah. Paul and you know, I got to, no, man, I'm your boy. Like, yeah, we'll crush beers on a patio when we're done. Like, that, that's just how <laughs> it is. That's, that's how I want every experience for any customer I have out there. Um, yeah, they're, they're not a customer client; they're, they're my friend now, and that's exactly how I, I try to build it. Yeah, and I think for anybody out there that is saying, you know, I want to do better branding of myself, you have to find that experience. What is it that you represent? And it can't always be being your boy in car sales, right? It's got to be what you are every day. What do you live and breathe? Like some guys are straight up product geniuses, right? Like over the top, they know more than half the manufacturer does, right? Like they just know everything about it. If that's your thing, that's your thing, right? Promote that, be that person, be that resource for knowledge, be that guy in the dealership that, you know, other sales guys go, hey, can you answer this question for my customer? And that's your brand, right? That's, you're the genius. You, you got to find something that's very unique to you because you've got to live and breathe it. And that's got to be so apparent when someone talks to you. And that's, you've done so well at really encompassing that. Like, even just texting you, you know, like little things. I'm like, hey, yo, you want to do strategy mob? He's like, brother, I'm there for you. No problem. Like, that's, <laughs> that's just your nature, right? Yeah, absolutely. No, it's, it's so cool. Building that comfortable. I mean, we're in sales. We're all in sales. What we're trying to do is anything that I'm putting out there for um, the next potential customer or the customers I have now is I'm trying to break down that barrier before I have you come to the wall or before mm -hmm. I have you come to the dealership. That wall, I'm hoping with the, uh, the videos that I put out, you know, looking me up on you, you're feeling a lot more comfortable. Um, and sure, your wall is going to be up. But it's not up here. I've broken half of it down before yeah. you even got in. Then you finally get your first three seconds in meeting me. And you can be like, well, shit, this is the guy exactly as he says. Like, right away, yeah. we're, in, we're feeling comfortable. You build down that barrier that you're trying to break down uh, from the raw guy on the lot that you don't know a damn thing about, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of what I try to do with this brand is I'm just trying to build an experience and, you know, genuinely put it to them on the table when they first three seconds they meet me because we know that's how long it takes for them to judge you yep. um they knew what they're walking into and this is the guy that they're walking into that's that's exactly what you're building yeah and what what i like is that um 
like you say, you know, people know what they're walking into. They walk in, they meet you three seconds, boom. They're like, yep, this is the Dodge Fire. This is the same guy I saw. This is why I'm here. And I think that is a, a really important message to tell people is that, you know, attract the customers that you want to deal with, right? If you don't want to be, you know, your you boy in car sales. Niche. Exactly. Yeah. You find the, uh, the community that you're trying, like Jason here again, same thing. He goes, you've got to find a demographic you're going to siphon into. I mean, sure. Yeah. You can be as broad as you want. Um, but the more you circulate into the small little niche that you have, you're going to build a huge brand with that following. Not to say that I can't, you know, with seniors or, you know, whatever it is out there, I can usually find a good common ground, but, uh, obviously the, the true people that I have that come to me are the people that have what I basically, the demographic that I've been trying to find. And that's, that's, yeah. I just, you find your niche, right? That's exactly it. Yeah. I mean, you could take any walk in off the lot and I'm sure have a great time with them and everything else, but in, in the, in the context of branding and attracting customers and prospecting, you're getting customers that see you and love you shotgunning Red Bulls, love you making fun of Mustang owners. Then they're like, yo, I'm coming in. I got to see this guy. And you're getting that, that commonality right away. And it must be so much easier for you to be their boy because they're like, yo, I'm here. What's up? You know? Exactly. Yeah. And uh, as I've said on a couple podcasts before, numbers are not a thing when you're building a brand. That's one thing that helps so much with, with building an experience is if I have somebody that's come directly off my page or directly off my brand, you're not doing the negotiation BS to doing off somebody that just, you know, I went to here, here, and here, and here. Your guys are coming in for an experience. They're trusting yeah. you. And, and that's another big thing about it. I mean, they know you're honest and uh, you just, just go with that, right? You, like I said, you just want to break down that barrier. And there's as many, th many objections as you can avoid from what you're putting out there. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to, you know, not always going to be a shiesty salesman or, oh, I'm going to, you know, what am I have to do to negotiate stuff? You want to feel like you're dealing with your boy, yeah. um, what you're doing for the sales. And that's, that's kind of where I try to build that brand for is that experience for that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's exactly it. And, you know, for, um, you know, for anybody trying to build their brand right now, uh, think of it of who you want to attract, who you would like to deal with and kind of, like you say, make your audience, uh, uh, your target audience based around that. And then like for yourself, which, which I thought was really cool. So when I got to the store, you know, I'm sitting at my at your desk waiting for you and I'm looking around and you've, you've got a lot of cool like little merch things and like your business card is the Dodge Father and your social stuff. But what's funny is at face value, a lot of people see brands as logos or, um, you know, that that digital stuff at face value. I actually thought that looking at your stuff, I'm like, oh, this guy's like really into that branding. But then you talk to you and you're like, that's not his branding. That's his that's your logo. That that's just a, a, a digital um, assistant, if you will. You know, mm -hmm. that's like you know, I could recognize him because it's the Dodge Father. That's his name. But your branding, like you say, is the experience. And and I think that's a mistake that a lot of people make with branding is they think it's a logo or a stick like, or a nickname. So hard on a slogan. Or yeah, something. yeah. Guys, as long as it's you're the one that's memorable. You're the one that needs. People say, "Well, I need a name that's catchy." No, you need to be catching. You need mm -hmm. to be the memorable one because no matter what your name is, no matter how hard it is to say, if you built that big of an experience for it or you built that much of a memory, people are going to remember. It doesn't matter. Yeah. That's just how it is. You don't have to have some cool, expensive logo or, you know, trying to feed into, like you said, the social media of just, I need a catchy slogan. You're spending way too much time on things that don't matter. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and, and like, you know, you've, you've built this up so well, but it's all really been from you putting yourself out there with an audience with video. It's not because people go, Oh, I recognize the Dodge father logo. It's like, no, I saw this guy in video. So, you know, stop wasting friggin' time trying to sort out all this media crap and just understand who you want to talk to build your audience out like that, you know, get on camera, put yourself out there and that's your brand. That's your excuse. Like you say, you're selling the experience, right? You can buy a Dodge all over Ontario. Why are they coming from an hour and a half away to see Paul, the Dodge father? Cause they want to deal with you because that's, they, they like how you present. 
And that's a huge thing with branding that so many people misunderstand. It's not media, it's not digital shit, it's not your logo, it's not your name. It's you. And the name only supports it. It's only that hook. So they're like, what's that guy's name again? Oh, it's the Dodge Father. Perfect example. I have the owner of my dealer group calls me the Dodge Man. He's 70-something years old, still has a good point. <laughs> I have people call in and they're like, I, I had some the truckinator. Like, it's cool that you even thought of that, right? But <laughs> the, the fact that you're that I'm memorable enough that you know there was, he's like, there was some, I think he's Italian. There's just some, but whatever it is, like, I don't care if they get my name right. The yeah. fact is they know who I am and it's the experience they're going to be buying. Right. And that's 100%. the same thing. Your name, who cares who they riff rap? They don't know how to say it. Like I said, it, it that doesn't matter in the end of the day. Yeah. You're trying to just be out there and be whatever that guy's name is. I know I want to deal with them. Yeah. At the end of the day, they're showing up at the store. They're looking for, the Dodge Fire, the Trekkinator, I don't give a shit. They're looking for you because they want to deal with you and they want that experience. And that's that's the result you want, mm -hmm. right? Absolutely. Like Nike spends billions of dollars every year for just do it. But at the end of the day, when you want a nice pair of shoes, you know what ones you're buying, right? Yeah, exactly. You're not buying a slogan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, I want to blend, kind of go into our next topic because when we talk about your branding and how you are and your authenticity of video and things like that. Um, I remember the first time I shot with you and I, you'll remember this. I literally, you know, paused after the first set of video and I was like, dude, does this actually work for you? And I didn't mean it in any negative way, but no, 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 the, no. the way that you, anyone, you were just questioning it. Yeah, yeah. man. Cause like I shoot so many people and myself included, and I'm always, um, I'm authentic to who I am. I'm very, I always like customer service and I'm detail oriented. So when I do my walk arounds, they're very specific and detailed, but, and I always throw in my jokes and stuff like that. But, you know, I've, I've had the cars where it's like a Benz and, you know, I, it's got 120 K and I want to say like, you know, you want to be a bonnet, want to be baller. This is your ride. Right. But I'm always a little hesitant to do that. So when I'm watching you and you're like, you know, the taillights, what every Mustang owner sees. And, you know, you're just, you're, you're, you're having fun. You're ripping on some of the competition. You're really talking to the vanity of who's going to be buying the Hellcat. And, you know, there's not a ton of product knowledge in your video. You're dropping what anybody needs to know. Horsepower, torque, suspension, brakes. Who gives a shit about the interior guys? Listen to the sound. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> I know what it would be to me. Like, I, the thing is, we live in a world where we waste so much of our time with our customers reading a brochure. And again, I keep going back to my boy Jason Harris, but he goes, they want to read a brochure, they're going to freaking read the brochure. Stop giving them videos on stuff they've already, they already know all of this. <laughs> as much as you want to say, I don't care how much training you've had, your customer has literally spent probably three to six months day in and day out looking at stats and looking at specs that matter to them. Yeah. So what you do, you find a couple hot points that you think are cool, that you can kind of blend with that person, things that I know I would be looking at, the yeah. rest of the customer already knows. Yeah. So you know what happens when you start feeding customer information they already know? They tune out. <laughs> now, you lost. now you're like, oh, great. I got to, oh, you know, we have 187 liters of capacity. Who gives a crap about that? It's a big enough to fit my kids. That's exactly eight by yeah. four feet of drywall. That's all like, like, just read the plays. And that's, that's one thing I think with the videos is, um, I mean, I know as a guy, I've always been into vehicles from the get-go when I got onto this stuff. I love horsepower. I love, like every guy, we love horsepower. We love torque. We love the sound of an exhaust. Um, and we love, you know, how fast does the speedometer say? Like, that, that's, <laughs> that's how we are as guys. That's what we've been bred as kids. So to sit there and say, oh, this has, you know, the heated seats, the heated steering. We all know that. You know yeah. why? Because we've already spent our time on the internet. We already know this package includes this, this, and this. So the moment I'm going to sit here and start reading it out to you, what happens? You've lost. You've moved yeah. on. You're not having a good time watching my videos. Yeah. Right? So that, that's kind of where you, you want to keep the attention on you. But how do you do that with still trying to get a little bit of information out there? I want to be memorable enough to say, okay, I was looking for a Mustang and I remember a guy that was selling one. I don't remember... You know, all the specs were in the vehicle because I already know what was included in that. I just remember this guy had this vehicle on a lot and he was memorable. Mm -hmm. Oh, dude, you're memorable. <laughs> I'll tell you that, dude. I came home that night, okay? And I was so shook at how entertaining, funny, like straight to the point 
and so audience specific. Like we were shooting some pretty sick cars, right? You got a Hellcat. Uh, what else did we have that day? The, uh, the Mango uh, Orange. 350 and then the uh, 392 Daytona. Yeah, yeah, like we had some star weekend. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, yeah we had some mock cards. I remember coming home and I didn't even have camera footage off my camera yet. And I'm pulling it up and showing my wife. I'm like, yo, look at this guy. I'm <laughs> like, this is hilarious. I said, this is the most fun I've had shooting in a long time. And my wife at face value, because, you know, obviously, um, probably not your target audience. <laughs> she's looking at me kind of like, and I'm like, no, I'm like, Take yourself out of that. I'm like, look in the context of what he's selling behind him. I'm like, this is what every guy wants to see. Like, just straight up entertaining, appealing to the vanity, appealing to the horsepower. He's got his audience locked down. And I'm like, and when you're talking, like when, when you're doing your video, um, you're definitely, you know, like a manly man and blah, blah, blah. But like talking to you, you're a super nice guy. And you can kind of get hints of it in your video, right? And I'm like, the best part is, I'm like, you know, this guy's not a douche. Like, he is absolutely oh, okay. a... Okay. I get it a lot. I, <laughs> I came into work here, bro, for the first couple months. A lot of the staff didn't really get to know me. They obviously are the new sales guy. Um, and on our board, every time you'd write down your sale, write down the Dodge father. Yeah. People started crossing it out, writing the douche father. Wow. <laughs> I loved it. Everybody expected me to come out pissing. I'm like, guys, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> who, who Come pat me on the back. Who put this out there? Like... Yeah, just have fun with it, right? Yeah. Like that's that's it. People are so concerned about, you know, oh, he seems as a douche. The thing I always say about the douche is, why do you call a guy a douche? Because you don't have anything bad to say. What is douchey? Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you're not a jerk. Douche? Why yeah. is he a douche? Yeah. What, what is it like? You know, you don't say he's a prick or because yeah. a douche is just a guy that you don't know. There's something about him that just strokes you the wrong way, or no, you just. You don't know what it is about them, but you like it. That, that's what a douche is. I hate to say it, but that's what it is. No, man, that that's a hundred percent accurate. There's no, there's no context to it. It's like I'm. It's it's almost like envious, right? Like you're kind of envious of the person. You, you can't really knock them because they're not doing anything wrong. But you're just like, ah, damn it, like ah, fucking douche. douche. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I always perceived it. So I'm like, well, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like, and I was I was telling my wife this. I'm like, he's not a douche. Like he's a cool guy. Like. He's actually very nice. And, you know, he's like asking me questions. He, he's not there just for himself. I'm like, he probably sells a ton of whips. And I'm like, and the best part is, I'm like, imagine the people watching this video when they like it. Imagine how they come in and present themselves to him. They're probably auditioning for him to sell them a car. I'm like, it would be wild. I'm like, I, I love this stuff. And like, again, knowing your audience, knowing the product that you sell, right? I've, I've watched your stuff. You're different with a Jeep than you are with a Hellcat than you are with a Cherokee. And you've got that down pat. And that's something that everybody needs to realize when you're doing video. You know, the reason why we do video is not to display the product. That's 20% of the video. 80% of it is to sell yourself. So when you get that audience correct and, you know, you're crazy outgoing on a Mustang and you're shotgun and Red Bulls and, you know, you're talking about the horsepower, totally makes sense. Then you flip over to a Jeep and you're talking about off-roading and, you know, like you got that down pat. You can't talk about a Jeep the same way you talk about a Ram, the same way you talk about a Challenger. Doesn't work. No. Doesn't make sense. And I'm what are you doing at that point? Your yeah. brochure reading, right? And that's that's something, man, I don't think you do a lick of that. And that... <laughs> Absolutely. You know, this is why I'm so excited to talk to you because I think people seeing this who are like, I want to do video. I know I got to do video you know, what's the benefit? The benefit is you got guys coming in and girls coming in to see you who know who you are right away and love it. And you're doing video the way that you want to. And that's a key thing. So many people are forced to do this because the manager's like, go do video, I need this, but all right, go do it your way, dude. Like there is nothing wrong with that. Attract who you want to attract, build your branding based on who you are and get your audience. Because then, I mean, Side note, if you if you go somewhere else, you bring all of that with you. Yeah, the following the experience in the brand, not just who you're working for. Yeah. I agree. That's that's and another thing is like there uh, one thing when I came in here, they're like, you know, we really want you to help push a lot of these other sales because we all love what you do and we want to be the one that's known for the guys that do videos. And I, I tried to just put on the table, you got you can't 
force a guy in the video. I, I've always hated seeing these videos where you can tell the guy did not want to do the damn video whatsoever. Yeah. Everybody has, you know, their highs, everybody has the lows, everybody has what they feel they're confident on. And you can't just shove everybody in front of a camera. People, you're just going to get lost in the mix. People do not mm -hmm. want to see that crap. I mean, find your strengths and own it. And if it's writing a vlog, if it's writing just, you know, uh, something up on product knowledge, if it's yeah. doing stupid videos about fishing, if it's whatever it is, find what you find entertaining to yourself because people mm -hmm. read into that. But don't just shove every random dude out there. And I've had a few guys out here, big, I got to say the big thing we shot that one day was uh, my service manager. Yeah. He never does video before this. And, uh, Good friend of mine, good boy of mine. Obviously, I love the guy. Um, but perfect example. A guy that never did video. Every time you guys are down now shooting videos, he wants to get one in. Yeah. Why? Because he knows what it works, and you've got somebody that feels comfortable about it. That's the guy you want out there. You don't yeah. want to stick the other four sales reps out there. They're like, oh, I don't really want to do it. I'm just <laughs> nobody wants to nobody wants to watch that. We, yeah. We've seen it. I've seen them do it. And what happens? They get shoot one video, maybe two, and then they get just you know, they're yeah. running away the moment you come up with a camera in front of them. And that's just yeah. fine. What you feel is your strength. Not video wasn't going to be the strength for everybody else. Um, yeah. And when you were writing, that, that, do what you got, what you feel is your strength. Yeah. Reflecting back, actually, because I remember shooting that service manager video with you and, and you were out there, you know, as a big support for him, too, which was so great to see, man. Like, you know, you really are such a great guy in this business because you're not in it for yourself entirely. You know, you have a service manager that wants to do stuff, but maybe he's still, still a little intimidated, whatever. But you were right out there beside me, you know, telling him, no, man, like, you know, you were giving some direction. It was fantastic. Now, your energy. Don't feel dry. Yeah. Exactly. Like, that's, it's, you just want to encourage people that want to do it. And that's it. Yeah. I will put my time with the people um, that I feel want to do it. But to sit yeah. there and waste my time, I feel like I'm walking through mud. I'm literally just yeah. bringing myself down, trying to drag you into something you don't want to do. If you want yeah. to do it, I will fully support you with anything I can do with it. And that's the same thing with the video is that anybody out there, when they're doing it, they need to sit there and say, just hit that switch that mm -hmm. I'm doing this and this is mine. This is what I'm going to do. Don't just, well, I'm going to try video out for a little bit and we'll see how, because I'll tell you right now, it's not easy in the beginning. And yeah. Getting these controls is not easy. And watching you're just, you know, getting a hundred views out of something is not easy. It hurts. You know, yeah. getting the dislike button on YouTube. You gotta build your cows. And at the end of the day, when you know you're doing the best you can, yeah. and it's gonna keep continuously growing the more effort you put in, you will see the progress. And it comes as crazy as it sounds, it comes so freaking quick yeah. when, when you own it. Yeah. Because um, my first few videos I did, I was that. I was that guy, I was shaking. It, they took little traction, nothing at all. But as soon as I was like, you know what, screw, I'm putting all both feet in the water and I'm gonna swim across the lake. I'm not just going to stand here and wait for it to come to me. That's when I seen literally overnight things just started picking up quickly. And uh, as simple as even like getting this job here, guys, this guy had no idea. Who, the GM had no idea who I was. Um, I, he, the only reason he came across is uh, sales manager had followed me through LinkedIn quite a bit. And he kept bringing me up. And uh, this guy's like, okay, okay, sales rep. We're not going to bring a guy in that's an hour and a half away drive. Uh, <laughs> and then he called me on a podcast uh, with Mike Sorello. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The playbook, and he's like, I don't know. This guy never has sales reps on, and all of a sudden, this guy that you're talking about is on the dealer playbook. Like, get this guy in here. Let's try yeah. it out. What I negotiated, guys, I guarantee, guys in the business, twenty years can negotiate. Like, <laughs> I'm telling you, putting yourself out there and doing that video is going to be more loud than any number you can sit there and say I sell. Because yeah. anybody can say I come in and sell twenty cars a month. Well, that's cute, but what are you really doing? How are you going to keep these clients out? What are you like? <laughs> ideas, right? Shots fired, baby. And, and that's it. how it is, though. So, just being something different out there has brought me so far in the game already. It's amazing yeah. to see when you just come full one hundred percent into it. Yeah. Um, and I guarantee you, if I didn't just love my doing videos and love putting my sport out there, it would not be where I'm at. So, you know. yeah, no, and, and and like you hit so many points there, man. Like first of all. I want to go back to your service manager just for one second because, uh, again, in the context of I think who's going to be watching this episode, there's one thing that really stuck out with me with him. And you'll remember this. We only did maybe two takes. That was it. And the reason why is because he was saying it the way he wanted to say it. He was authentic to it. And 
that's the thing I see the most being behind the camera now. When I'm out filming other salespeople, if we're seven takes into something, dude, you're not authentic. This is not who you are. This is oh, not what you want to say. You can't remember lines. You're literally yeah. hiding through not something that just feels normal coming out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, and, and that was the the biggest thing that I saw with your service manager, a guy who doesn't do a ton of video. He was so good at it because it was just natural. He did it the way he wanted to do it. And then, um, you know, like you were saying, uh, with respects to kind of finding that zone where you, you start, it starts to work and it starts to be natural for you. You have to love it, right? And I, I you know, I, I watched uh, in the past quite a bit and now that I've moved into this new job, I'm dipping back into the Gary V juice, right? And uh, mm -hmm. the one thing he said to me that resonated with me five years ago, man, was um, fall in love with the process, the results will follow. And it's so true about anything you do, but with stuff like this, just fall in love with, getting on video, having fun, doing your thing, presenting the product the way that you want to present it. Everything else will follow naturally. It's not going to be at the first video. It's not going to be after the fifth video. You may be 15 in, but then someone's going to call you and be like, I just saw that, man. That's great. I want to buy it. How do I come in? And then you're like, that feeling, man, you are on cloud yeah. nine, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Like how many times, let me ask you, how many times you've been out and about in town and someone recognizes you from your videos? Well, okay, so this, this is just funny to say. So I'm in a smaller town. That was part of the reason I came out to Chatham too was uh, um, I just knew there was nobody doing this out here. Like yeah. in London, there's a little bit, but nobody's doing what I'm doing. But here they literally press like, you're going to be well-known to a small community without a problem. And I couldn't go to the gas station. I couldn't go to the liquor store without them, you know, oh, you're tall, long, AK the dogs. Bro. <laughs> but the funny thing is, bro, the other day I had this, I was getting ready to do a delivery down to Grimsby and I was gassing up um, at our personal pumps that we have just down there and uh, seen this Toyota Tacoma driving by real slow, staring at my ass, whatever. So I get back turn around and he goes, pulls back around and goes, hey, Paul. I'm like, hey, goes the Dodge Father. I got to get a photo with you. And he came around, put his arm. I was like, no, are you kidding? Yeah, right. But yeah, that's like, you're just, you're building something that to finally people are out there just excited to say, oh, I've seen that guy. He makes me laugh. I've yeah. seen them on the street now. So it, yeah. it's definitely depends on, you just got to, and it was exactly my demographic. It was a guy. Probably <laughs> that's exactly how I, you know, my demographic is, I can tell the nice thing with my YouTube videos. It tells you the, yeah. the age that 25 to 55 is men is that that's my mm -hmm. demographic. And that's, mm -hmm. it, that just proved to me in that moment. It was like, I'm nailing the demographic. I know I'm trying to hit. Yeah, absolutely. man. and, and, it does, like you say, it, it's amazing how quickly it snowballs once it gets going, mm. right? Building that is, is work, but like anything, right? Just love what you do, man. Like you like to sell cars, love this because this is where it's going. There's no question about the future of that, right? Like you look on, uh, and, and and I always tell guys too, like when, I, when we're starting to set up video, like what do you want to shoot, things like that. And they're like, oh, you know, we should shoot something on the Rogue. All right, cool. There's 48,000 YouTube videos on the Rogue. So... What the hell do you want to say differently than anything else out there, right? Mm -hmm. Stop focusing on the damn car. Start focusing on you. How do you want to present it? How do you want to be memorable? What do you want to tell people? Like you say, you find yourself stuff that you love with the car you're presenting, right? You don't care that it has forward emergency braking. Who gives a shit, right? You're like, no, no, no. I'm <laughs> going to talk about Yeah, yeah I, I'm going to I'm going to sell you straight up what I love about this because if I love it, you're going to love it. Right. And, well, and the thing is, you got to you got to know your strengths and you got to yeah. know that I don't know anything but my own personal opinion. I can't tell you what you honestly find is the most interesting thing about a vehicle. What I can be really strong about is there are people because we all know eventually at the end of the day, there are a lot of people that are like the same. We want to all think we're super different, but at the same I know what I love and I know if I love it, there's other people out there that are going to love that too. I'm not going to hit everybody's niche, but I can't sit there and say I'm an expert in any of them. Mm -hmm. so am I going to sit here and try and fake it till I make it? You know, oh, well, I, I heard that people like to know about the way child seats. Work. I don't have kids. I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I did a video on how to, how to put a, a car seat into uh, a, a grand caravan. Yeah. Grab the car seat, strap the baby in it through the car. That's <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but you just you know your strengths, and that's what yeah. you have to really siphon in on is stop worrying about trying to please everybody. 
Mm -hmm. that, that was my big thing is that I was at the beginning, I was trying to open such a big demograph and it's, you're not going to need, you're spraying and yeah. praying with your videos at that point. And you're just, you know, you're going to be a dry walk around video. Oh, yeah. You have that, you know, half a million views on a YouTube video. It's not because the people are going to enjoy it. They're literally doing it for the product knowledge and they don't care about mm -hmm. doing it. And that's yeah, let those 48,000 videos serve that. You do your video yeah. so people come to you. <laughs> exactly. Not, I just know people are going to buy, you know, a, a Dodge Ram or, or you know, people are going to yeah. buy a Dodge Charger. But at the end of the day, why are they going to come to me? Why is yeah. my video something that they want to come to? Because they can watch a thousand that just mean nothing to them, right? And, um, and like, how often have you been asked in your, well, maybe not you, because I think you're unique and people already see that, but I know my career and I've asked the same question as a sales manager. It's like, you know, what's unique to you? Why would people come and buy from you? What's the what's the reason people come? And dealerships as a, as a whole struggle with that. Like, you know, why would anybody come to this massive store versus the other massive stores? And I know you've heard this and I've heard this and I, I didn't even understand the context of it for so long is sell the sizzle, not the steak, right? And it's really simple. Where that all derives from is that, you know, you go to a nice steakhouse and what happens the waiter comes out with a like a tray or a dolly of all the of all the steaks they've got and they start telling you this is a porterhouse this is a sirloin steak this is a baseball steak they tell you the marbling how long it's been aged how they cook it where it was from and yeah yeah exactly Your yeah. yeah yeah they're selling you the story of how that steak is done mm -hmm. and that's why you're buying it you're selling the sizzle on a hellcat because your presentation on it is the way that people want to see it. Let's be honest. The guy right, that you, buys Hellcats, but he's not worried about the baby seats hitting in the back. No, you're not worried about lighting up the tires in the parking lot because that's what everybody's going to freaking do when they leave your store. So no. you're selling the sizzle of this is why you're buying the car, not the features. This is why you're buying it. So you can be that badass. So you can be the guy in the front seat rolling up to the red light and just looking over and going, what's up? You know, like yeah, yeah. that's what you sell. And people are buying the damn car for that anyway. So why not pitch it to them like that? And that's, that's what I mean when I say to like other people that are looking to do video on a product, think of why they're buying the vehicle pitch to that, right? Like, you know, you're selling a Pathfinder with seven seats. All right, cool. Is it exciting that, you know, someone's taking their two kids away? No, but why don't you actually speak in real terms? It'd be like, you know what? When the kids hop in the back seat, two USB plugs, plug them in, shut them up, and just have a nice drive. Stereo that drowns them out. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right? Because as a dad, I would laugh at that and I'd be like, yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And, and, and that's where you sell the sizzle more than you ever sell that steak, dude. And I think that's why you're so successful in gaining such a good audience and kind of that following of people who want to buy from you rather than people who are just there to learn and then go to the nearest store, mm -hmm. right? And that's what's something, people do themselves such a disservice when a salesperson puts themselves out there and they're really risking kind of, you know, that embarrassment and whatever, and they don't get the, 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 the gratification of it because they're just, they're selling the product, but that person watching it in Toronto goes, well, I'm not going to drive all the way to Ajax, so great video, but I'll just go to this store. They don't, you're not giving the reason to buy from you. Mm -hmm. And that's what you do. You're just... selling for everybody else. That's, that's yeah. exactly what these product knowledge videos that 90% of people are doing. Yeah. Is, it's exact. Good for you. You sold our product. Mopar is going to thank you. Dodge is going to thank you. But at the end of the day, your paycheck ain't going to see any of that. You <laughs> literally just laid down a, a sale for somebody, some other sales rep closer to where they're from. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So like, tell me, what has been some feedback on your videos? I mean, good and bad, because I'd love to hear both, because I'm sure, I'm sure in the world of the internet, you got some haters out there as oh, well. I've done a so, few videos on my favorite trolls, the troll okay. comments I get. Okay. Uh, but, uh, so again, I'll just start, I'll start the whole idea on trolling, okay? So the this is the whole reason 90% of you sales reps out there are afraid to do video, mm -hmm. um, is because you're afraid of the trolls and the haters and the naysayers buddy you gotta learn that you're not gonna please everybody um there's no matter any ad you put out on marketplace or somebody trash talking it, somebody having a bad day somebody's gonna there's always gonna be that person out there we have a world full of karens and kyles right that's just how it is <laughs> um but it's what you do with that and i have had like even um i had uh 
one good video I, I love the TRX video I did. Mm -hmm. And uh, when, when we shot it, I, I, I played a little bit with it. And when I finally went to show it to the GM, I could see him sweating. And he's like, Paul, Paul. And I could see him getting all fidgety. He's like, we can't, we can't. Like, you're, you're really closing your demograph yeah. on this video. And, you know, he kind of had me eating into it. It was like, all right, so I get a hold of Jason. I'm like, Jay, I love it, but we, we can't air this, man. Like, this is, this is not... This is, this is this is off the wall stuff like i love jumping out of that box don't get i love a gray area but it's black bro like this is <laughs> black zone and uh he's like you know what screw paul because the thing is who's buying the trx mm -hmm. who's yeah. buying the trx a big yeah. guy that loves to hear there's you know almost 700 horsepower sitting in my ramp yeah like, i'm not i don't care what mom thinks about her minivan I'm not trying to sell a minivan when I'm showing you the TRX. I'm yeah. selling the TRX because I know that the people that are buying it, it's a young guy that wants power, you know, a guy that loves, you know, always the idea of having a muscle car. And I get to run, you know, 700 horsepower out of a Ram. This is insane. <laughs> that, that's who you are doing your videos for. And that's the thing too. My grand caravan walk around is nothing like my TRX walk around. <laughs> um, but that video literally kept my sales manager up at night because <laughs> i remember todd said it's a funny story i remember sending uh sending the email back to uh jason saying look paul we bro we can't air this we can't air this he's like no no, no cool we'll, we'll we'll cut it down and then i remember i got back from the gym the one night and i get a call it's like 9 30 10 o'clock at night from my sales manager being a little later he's like yo paul you remember uh that video that you showed uh the general manager and you said you're gonna edit i'm like yeah he's like you did. You told them not, not not to air it, right? Like, hey, yeah, don't worry. It's hilarious the things that keep you up at night. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he aired it, and <laughs> the customer tagged the owner of the dealer group in it. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, what can I do? He's like, Paul, you're in too deep, man. You've got to own it now. That's uh, yeah. that's it. But uh, there were comments there. Like, it's funny because I would see the ad coming through, and it would say 30 comments. And you click on the comments and there's two. <laughs> Shows you how many have been hidden. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so you're you're gonna get a lot of haters. It's just how people are out there. And I always say, hate me or love me, my name, my name's on your tongue. Yeah. Um, and at the end of the day, I'm doing what I what I feel I'm supposed to be doing, and that's being talked about. Like that's that's getting my brand out there. I'm not giving you a surprise. You're not expecting me to be sitting in a suit, prim and proper. Yep. When you come to see me, you know what you do, and I'm having fun with what I do. So maybe I might not win everybody, um, but I know my demographic. I've made a career out of it, and I just keep going further and further with it. So don't be, like, as a piece of advice to any other buddy out there doing the videos, don't take it to heart, man. I know it's so hard not to take it to heart, and, like, some of the – some things they say, I'm like, ooh, that's that's good. <laughs> that cuts. That cuts. That's <laughs> like, that's right there. Like you, you're coming in loud. Um, I try to comment back as many of them as I can. Another, another piece of advice is never comment back if you're heated about it. Yeah. Because you're always gonna be regretting it. No matter what you do, you have to laugh about it. And there have been multiple ones that have they start off with the old the douchey father right i ended up just writing it back well what do you think what did you not like about it? i appreciate your feedback hmm. i know i can't please everybody tell me what it is about it. well actually you know the more i think about it actually you know you had a good laugh yeah and i'll end up winning them over so it's just yeah. don't always take that first haters comment or those the people out there try and have some fun with it you're not gonna win everybody over this is this is life like yeah. you, no matter where you go you're never gonna please everybody um but Put your efforts into things you know you can do. And I'll put my efforts into every person that comments on my YouTube videos. Everybody's a com I'll reach out and say hi and say, hey, I'm, I'm sorry this offended you, Karen. <laughs> Actually, my name's Jenny. Well, I, I'm sorry. How <laughs> <laughs> you know, fun with it. Whatever, right? Yeah. You didn't win her over, but the people read the comments and be like, yeah, all right, this guy is pretty good. He dealt with that one all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's my suggestion to anybody that's, that's worried about these haters of these comments. Um, you're going to get it. There, there's so much negativity, dude, and it's, it's you know, keyboard warriors sitting there that have never published anything original in their life, and or maybe cool. they have, like, they have nothing to do but sit yeah. behind here and just, and they don't know how to deal with the world anymore. So everything yeah. makes them angry. Yeah, we know so that. That's one thing with COVID. I found the biggest thing about that is that people don't know how to deal with society anymore. Everything works yeah. on. Like you can't go to the grocery store without somebody flipping out about 
cutting them off in the, the lineup. Like nobody has patience anymore because yeah. they just haven't been dealing with society. So the keyboard warriors, 10 times harder than that. And that's well, the, the great thing is about, you know, your style of video uh, in particular is, is because it's so obviously to a certain demographic, you're cutting at the people you would probably never want to sell a car to. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, yeah. like there are some customers that legitimately dealerships should fire and say, okay, guys, I appreciate it. You bought a car from us, but we're going to end our relationship here. You can service and buy somewhere else because you just can't please everybody. Right. And I think with your stuff, man, you're not getting a quote care and coming in to buy a car from you to be like, you know, I don't want you to sell me a car like that, Paul. I don't really appreciate the way you're talking to me right now because uh, I'm a lady. Like, all right, cool, right? You know, I just don't see that happening for you. And it's true. It's true. You really kind of weed out and get the customers that want to buy from you. And your stuff isn't so far left or so far right that like you can't serve a mass audience by any means. But you know, I bet you, I bet you, you were the sweetest guy when a senior walks into the store Absolutely. and it's sincere too. Yeah. I got to say that, right? Like exactly. that's not acting. Exactly. No, a hundred percent. It's not. Yeah. Um, and you know, I'll still call him brother. <laughs> and he'll still fist bump me at the end of the deal. Like, bro, yeah. it, it, if you just learn how to be yourself yeah. and obviously you read a play, you're not going to deal the same way with seniors as you are going to, you know, a young couple. Yeah. Um, but the genuineness and, you know, just being sincere. That's one thing I was always told that my old dealership is like, you know, you come in. I remember this one time I got a faux hawk. I always wanted a faux hawk. I don't know why I just wanted to try it out. Finally, I was like, you know what? Let's do it, buddy. So we did the faux hawk. I did the line down the side. Yeah. And I knew I was going to get razzed when I came back. I was like, screw it, whatever. And uh, I remember going in the morning meeting and we have every morning meeting, we have all our sales staff together. And we're going over the sets for and uh, the sales manager kept making wisecracks about it. Oh, look how line. I said, well, your mom didn't seem to mind it last weekend. <laughs> no, it did not go over well. Um, but the thing was, I would actually have senior customers saying, like, I'd reach them on the lot. And they're like, I don't want to deal with that guy. He just, yeah. I'm like, he's a, you've got to learn that, okay, the full hawk was a little extreme. Okay. <laughs> I, I get that. If you got to know me, you know that it's hilarious. But first impressions are built within that three seconds. So of course. Again, you have to be open to that as well. And I literally, by the third time, one of the sales managers comes up, like this customer says that they just feel like you're you're too much. You're going to be real pushy. It's like I haven't barely talked to them, but it's just the look you have. So mm -hmm. I got rid of the full hawk. I had obviously. I, I tried the full hawk. It didn't work. Rest Maybe in peace, full hawk. A different town. Rest. It may come back one day. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I just think to that part, you got to play the part. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And of you course have to be diverse. You have to be open. You do mm -hmm. have to still be clean cut. You still do have to be approachable. Mm -hmm. And there are things that you can do that are going to make the next customer be like, I don't want to do, I just instantly built that wall up instead of mm -hmm. bought it down. Mm -hmm. So that, that's so it. Find your niche too, but don't go too genuine where... <laughs> You think it a full hawk's cool? Yeah, it's cool, but it ain't cool in sales, man. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you, you've got to be able to serve all audiences. Yeah, but you know, uh, you you can certainly tailor it towards a certain uh, uh, demographic of a certain customer that you want to attract based on your brand. That makes sense, right? Hmm. The faux hawk, faux hawk Hellcat. Yep, probably not a problem. <laughs> faux hawk Grand Cherokee. Eh, maybe. Caravan? Okay. Probably not going to work so well. <laughs> not working, bro. Not working. I learned early, bro. I was like, okay. I was like, oh, they're just haters. Second one, I was like, okay. Third one, I was like, okay. I, Barbara, I yeah. love the Hawk, but this world just ain't ready for it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, No, that's <laughs> so true, right? Eh? Um, no, man. Like, it, you just, you do this so well, but it really always just, for me, comes back to just how authentic you are. Talking to you right now. Anybody watching this, they're going to listen to you. They're going to hear how you're talking. Everything else, they're going to go watch your video and be like, that's the exact same guy. They step into the store and it's the exact same guy. You have a fridge beside you with Red Bull. Like, that's not a stunt. That is, that's what you do, man. You're like me. I got a case in the fridge. I love Red Bull. I will drink that every day, one or two a day, whatever the case is. But that's who you are, man. Like, we're not making that up, right? Would you, would, would you, okay, question. Would you shotgun with uh, a, a Red Bull with a customer on delivery? Oh, 100% I would. 
Yeah, I, I have it. So when I have when I when you come to my desk after you've gone outside, and I have a little Tassimo coffee maker on the top. It's coffee, water, Red Bull. And the only times are like Red Bull, and then I'll open it up. Then yeah. all of a sudden it was the rainbow. And then like, all right, Rebel. You're crushing a rebel. You again brought that level down a bit. Like, you know what? I remember the sales up that he gave me a damn Red Bull right at the time of how many people yeah. were offering them that, right? Oh, like, exactly. Oh, I didn't even know this flavor existed. Well, guess what, buddy? Here's a here's a case for it when you do your delivery. Yeah. Put that end in the back. You know, like experience, guys. That's what it is. And it's yeah. as much as it sounds stupid, these are the small things that they're gonna memorize. Like they are gonna re remember you by the small little things that you bring to the table, not the vehicle itself. Because mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. vehicle is at a hundred other you know FCA dealerships around me. It's what did I do to be like. Besides price, what did I do to make that that person feel like they were coming to a place they can trust? Yeah, and they they're gonna want to come back and they're gonna want to refer. Because I always tell them, I'm not a one night stand. I'm here <laughs> long after the sale. I'm not yeah. just tell you the car. We call it a day. And again, people people like it. They think it's hilarious. But again, mm -hmm. they, they see the genuineness in that. I'm not here to just get rich off one sale and move you along. I want to be your boy in the biz. That, that, yeah. That's it. And that's where I really push at is, is remember there is a guy you have here, not just the brand that's here for you. Should the brands got me a little bit more recognized out there to other reps or things like that, but it's the experience they're going to remember guys. So that just keep pushing yourself on the experience, not your damn logo, not your damn slogan. And what are the small things that make you different every time you bring someone to your desk? Or yeah. you do a walk around, or they go Google you on Facebook or Google you on the internet. These are the things that you want to be remembered by. Exactly. And, and man, like that, that's exactly what we're talking about. And I remember the first time I met you, right? Same thing. You're like, want a Red Bull? And I'm like, sure. And you showed me, and I've never tried the flavored Red Bull before. I've always OG, just give me my silver and blue. And you're like, no, man, try it. And I was like, oh, okay, cool, man. And I think you gave me a watermelon one. And I was like, oh shit, like this yeah. is amazing. So since then, I've been mixing it up a little bit when I go to like Petro or something, right? Yeah. But then like, you know, just that was like kind of the icebreaker for me, right? Because I had no idea what to expect with you. I'm going to lie to you. When Jason and I were driving up, he was telling me some stories and I'm like, oh boy. I'm like, this guy might not be my jam. You know what I mean? Um, and I was like, ah, I was, I was, I'm not gonna lie to you. I was a little, like a little nervous. Like, uh Oh, I don't know if we're gonna, if we're gonna have some commonality here. Maybe he's not my type, whatever, you know, you break the ice with that. Then we go out and you just start doing your thing. And I'm like, dude, and it's so appealing to so many people just because the energy and the passion is there for it. That regardless or not if i'm not a mopar guy i'm not a muscle car guy i got an ev for christ's sakes like i'm not that but yeah. i was falling in love with these cars because you were selling Remember to the, the, the hellcat with that exhaust and you're just yeah, dude. Rum, rum, rum. <laughs> <laughs> but like i, I was like yes. i was like i get it you know now i get it and i was getting it because you were painting that picture for me too right so i was like oh cool but it really had nothing to do with the car it was the experience of watching you do your thing and that that presentation because that's what that is man that that's a presentation dude and yeah i was just like okay now i get it and that's when i asked you the question right like does this actually work for you because i was so shocked at the originality and the passion and everything and i'm like like i knew in my head i'm like this has got to work but i'm gonna ask because it's just blowing my mind right now how uh uh, uh original and simple but so smart this was and to watch your stuff and i don't mean this any disrespect you wouldn't see that as smart but it is smart when you look at what you're doing mm -hmm. right people will watch that and go like i say you know some people make their own judgments from watching it but then you, you it's so smart because the people that want that car that are in it for a mopar that are in it for a muscle car or in it for a jeep are like yo this guy i love this this is exactly what i want and it's so smart. The play is so smart. The the presentation, everything about it. It's just you're speaking to that right audience every time with every single vehicle that you switch up. And yeah, man, it, it's it, there's something, dude. You've got something really special that is amazing to watch in person and just kind of unfold. And 
to our point, how many takes do we do? I think you, I think one time, I, I don't even know. I think one time we might've stopped and you're like, I'm going to do that again. But it was something probably fair. Oh, it was, remember we couldn't get the exhaust manifold to open up. <laughs> yeah. And we were just like, ah, and it was a blooper only because of the car, not because of you. Right. But like, and as I'm doing this, I'm like, he's not going to talk about a lot of these features. Oh shit. Okay. I see what we're doing now. And it was so cool. And it was so unique to shoot for me. Cause I always do the, the other side of things. Right. So the way that you're presenting the, the advice that you've given everybody here, if you want a brand and you want to do video and those two things really mesh together, because, you know, as we were saying at the beginning of the show, branding is not your logo, dude. It is the furthest thing from it. That's, that's how you get recognized to touch. But the branding is who you are and how you want to sell and how you want to be with customers and, and kind of fill that service. And uh, the way that you're doing it, man, is, is obviously working and it's very appealing and it is, so 100% professional that it is outstanding. Well, thank you, brother. But from face value, it is <laughs> hilarious. Because I never once thought in context of talking about professional branding, perfect video use, that I would look at this and go, this guy's a fucking genius. Because that's what it is, dude. And it doesn't have to be Mopar. It doesn't have to be muscle cars because you've done it with Jeep. You've done it with Ram. You know, you could do it at a Ben store. You could do it at a Nissan store. Mm -hmm. It's just how you're doing it. And, and anybody like this, such a, such a good role model to look up to. And the best part about you, dude, I know if somebody's watching this and they reach out to you, you'll be two feet into helping somebody else out. And that's something that I really appreciate about you too, because you bring a lot back. You're not self-centered. You're wanting to help people out. You know, you're out there with your service manager being like, come on, man, let's go do this. I'm going to help you out and talk you through it, right? Even if it's just that motivation and uh, comfort of you just standing behind the camera so he feels comfortable, right? And that's like all around, dude, you're, you're such a good guy to have in this business right now. So I appreciate you doing it because, um, you know, it's encouraging to me, even after been in video for five years, I've stepped into a new role, right? Like this is something fairly new for me. I left a really, really well-paying job and the security of having 18 years under my belt to try something that I absolutely effing love. I respect you for that, bro, because the only good things in life make their uncomfortable moves. It, they are, man. And you know, I wasn't, I was tired of chasing the cash. It wasn't about that for me. I just got stale and bored. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I'm lucky enough to have the security of being able to try something new. And it's something that I absolutely love doing. And I like to this day, I'm, I'm excited to wake up, to try something new, to shoot something different, to work with different people. And then coming across someone like yourself who took me out of my comfort zone completely because I didn't know you. It was a little intimidating and it was completely a different style of video. And now I'm like, yo, I love doing that. That was so exciting. And it kind of got me like over my fear of dealing with someone with a bigger personality and uh uh you know that different style where you know i'm looking at it going oh shit like that's amazing that formula works the guy's cool and we've had some chats since then so yeah man all around dude like i i really appreciate i appreciate you coming on the show spending some time with us anything for you guys and man like it, it's i love what you do dude like i'm a big fan right but it's 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 so smart how you're putting it all together man so i'll i'll leave the last minute or two to you what do you want to talk about what do you want to say how can people follow you reach out to you. what's it's all you buddy what do you got oh um as for marketing bro just get out there and uh for anybody i one thing i love about doing these podcasts is i just hope that there's a sales rep out there that's doing the tiptoeing right now um that's gonna say okay fine this is it this is my moment i'm gonna i'm gonna push it because mm -hmm. my biggest piece of advice guys is in the three and a half years i've been in this i have seen i'm not trying to be cocky or anything in that sense guys but i have seen my progression there's so many people that are following it more and more and more and i have literally seen the copycats i have seen the people mm -hmm. that are, i'll put a video out next thing i know the three other dealerships around me are doing the exact same thing with trying to push me. but if you don't do it now man there's no better time than now yeah. um people are still at home like ovid especially guys like you will never get a better time where people are online looking to be entertained. People are looking to be educated. So 
if you don't do it now, guys, I hate to say it, you're going to be the last man to the party and uh, you're not going to be the one enjoying the wealth out of it. Like get out there now before this market gets flooded because we're already almost there. And mm -hmm. going to be a couple of years from now, guys, you're going to get lost in the mix. It don't matter what you try to do. Um, we live in a world of extremities where you're only getting noticed for, for the guy that goes to the next extremity. Like you've got to hit it while you still can. Cause this is this video thing guys is, it's going to be flooded. It's already flooded, but it's going to be so far flooded that you're not, you're not going to have a chance to get up in it. Yeah. And as for anybody that wants to reach out to uh, anybody that wants to send some support, some love, uh, follow my YouTube page, the, the Dodge Father, Instagram, the Dodge Father, Facebook, the Dodge Father. Um, and any questions at all, guys, my cell is on there. I will answer anybody's text. I will help out the best I can. So, yeah. Man, I really appreciate that, buddy. It has been, uh, I can't believe it's been an hour, dude. This thing time flew by, dude. This was so much fun. Really? Um, that's all I got to say, dude. I think, I think we've covered everything and then some. I think everybody watching this, I hope you're so encouraged to go out there, push record, have some fun, be authentically you. Be yourself. Yeah, yeah, man. Just just go out and be yourself and have some fun because that's what's going to shine. That's what's going to get customers attracted to you and vice versa. And you're just going to build that brand, that reputation, that success. It's all going to start to flow, but you got to start somewhere, man. And, you know, you started three years ago and look at your success in that short period of time, you know. You're on podcast. It, it's just so, so simple, but so hard, but it's work. And you gotta, you gotta fall in love with that process and the results will fall. And that's something I, I really kind of live by in the last seven, eight years, man. And, and you're kind of that living testament to it. So Paul, AKA the Dodge father brother, thank you so much for coming on the strategy yeah. mob podcast. We really appreciate this. Hope our viewers enjoyed it. And you know, get out there, hit record. If you got questions, reach out to him, reach out to me. The Strategy Mob is just a kind of really cool, encompassing place where we want to help each other out and build that community of all of us in this crazy automotive world. So thank you so much for listening, for watching, wherever you're consuming this content. Really appreciate that viewership. Hit the like button. Tell your friends about it. Tell everybody in the car business because this is where it's at. And uh, Paul, thanks a lot, brother, for your time today. Hope you guys go out and have a killer weekend. Have some great sales, brother, and uh, have a cold one. Awesome. Thanks, buddy. All right, man. Thanks yeah. so much. Appreciate it. No problem, buddy. Thanks for tuning in to the Strategy Mob podcast. Don't want to miss new content? Visit us at strategymob.com to view our huge library of content and to sign up to be a mobster and stay in the know. And remember to like, comment, and subscribe. Happy podcasting.